message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. Let there be love shared amongst us. Hallelujah. I want to bring you a word that I have titled The Nature of Love. The Nature of Love. According to one a contemporary wise man of our times, he made the statement which says, When the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. When you don't know what something is made to do, then you could use it to do any other thing. When the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. And I believe very, very strongly that even in the church of our Lord Jesus Christ, we see so much abuse of love because the knowledge level of what love entails is so low. In the church, we assume that we know what love is. And so, with that assumption, we go ahead to do things. And when they don't end well for us, we begin to lose hope, lose interest, and probably conclude that God is not interested in us, we are not the favored of God, etc., But I think and I believe that if we will be taught to recognize the God kind of love so that we will know it, we will know what it entails, what it is, then we will be able to live it, practice it. One will never be able to practice what he does not know. And I think there is not much practice of love because the knowledge of love is so low. And in the book of Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 5, the scripture says, A wise man is strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength. A man of knowledge is stronger. When you are equipped with knowledge, you are able to come out stronger, you are able to come out more confident, and you do things that will bring greater results. I trust that as we look into the word of God, the spirit of understanding will come upon us. So that in the end, our love lives will be better. How we relate with God and how we relate with one another will improve. That is what we seek to do even as we look into the word this morning. The nature of love. Praise the Lord. 
And I want us to start from 1 John chapter 4. We will read three verses, 7, 8, and 9. 1 John chapter 4, verses 7, 8, and 9. Let's hear the word of God. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Verse 8. He who does not love does not know God. For God is love. Verse 9. In this, the love of God was manifested towards us. That God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Praise God. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God. For God is love. I have a very basic question. What is love? You see, First John 4, 7. Beloved, let us love one another. What is love? If I don't know love, how can I express it towards my fellow Brother, my fellow sister, what is love? Because the scripture is just telling us that, oh, we should love one another. We say it. We sing it. Let there be love shared among us. Do you have sufficient love to be able to share with one another? What is love? Now, from these scriptures, I want you to note the mind of God. Amen. Praise God. If you look at verse 9 of 1 John chapter 4, the scripture says, In this, the love of God was manifested towards us. The love that God is talking about, he has made it manifest. He has revealed it. He has exposed it. He has shown it to us. In this, the love of God was manifested towards us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world. So the mind of God is this. Whatever he means by love, he has revealed and he revealed what he means by love, he revealed through Jesus Christ. He revealed in Jesus Christ. Verse 9 again. In this the love of God was manifested towards us, that God has sent his only begotten son into the world. Alright? So when you have an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ... You have an encounter with the love of God manifested towards us. 
What is love? Jesus Christ is love personified. In John chapter 1 verse 14, the scripture says, And the word was made flesh, and he dwelt amongst us. The word of God, and we are told that God is love. And we are told the word God was made flesh. So if we put 1 John 4, 7 and John chapter 1 verse 13 and 14 together, we see that love was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. Love. The God kind of love. So if you want to know what God means by love, you look at Jesus Christ. The attributes of our Lord Jesus Christ are the attributes of the love of God. A knowledge and an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ opens you up to the knowledge and the encounter of the God kind of love. When you have Jesus Christ within you, you have the love of God within you. When the scripture says, let us love one another, the scripture means to say, let us practice the Jesus Christ kind of life towards one another. Praise the Lord. What is love? The qualities, the virtues, the attributes that are found in our Lord Jesus Christ, they are the same qualities, attributes, virtues of love. Jesus Christ has become love in person. How he related with man is what we also have been called to follow after. Praise God. Whatever qualities, whatever virtues, whatever attributes you see in our Lord Jesus Christ, you also see the God kind of love. Now, the question is, how much of the attributes of the Lord Jesus Christ do you know? How will you put Jesus Christ in the situations that you are confronted with? On a daily basis, when you come face to face with an issue of life, do you substitute Jesus Christ in your place and then find out how will Jesus Christ respond to a situation like this? When you are able to know what Christ will do in the situation that you find yourself and you do what Christ will do, you are walking in the love of God. You are practicing. In this, the love of God was manifested that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. When you make Christ live the life you are living here on earth, 
you are walking in the love of God. What will Christ do in a situation that you are confronted with? Always ask yourself that question. There is a book written on this kind of message that I'm preaching in his steps. What will Christ do? Every day in your life, the issues you are confronted with, the decisions that you have to make, whatever that you, you come face to face with, the first thing that should register on your mind is if it were the Lord Jesus Christ, what would he do? In the home, in your working place, on the street, in the market, wherever you are found, in whatever situation, if you are able to call yourself, remind yourself that, look, I am living my life through Jesus Christ. What would Jesus Christ do in a situation like this? When you keep asking yourself that question, you would realize that probably you don't even know what Christ will do in a situation like this. And that tells you your knowledge level of the love of God. You can't practice what you don't know. That one, don't deceive yourself. You can't practice what you don't know. How much of the love of God personified in our Lord Jesus Christ, how much of it do you know? It is very, very important for you to understand this. And I'm going to make a statement of truth. Outside of the Lord Jesus Christ, there is no love. There may be imitations very similar to, but it is not the original. Outside of the Lord Jesus Christ, there is no love. Please understand it. If there is any love in you at all, it is measured by the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us the Holy Spirit has given unto us. The presence of the Lord Jesus Christ in you, coupled with the knowledge of him in your life. If you don't know him, you can't be like him. If you don't know him, you can't walk in his steps. If you don't know him, you can't walk in the love of God. Praise the Lord. What are we really talking about? We are talking about you and the Lord Jesus Christ becoming one. We are talking about you knowing him on a personal basis, knowing what he will do, how he will feel, how he will think in any situation that you also find yourself. That is the only way to practice love. Because God is love. Without a personal knowledge of him, 
without a personal encounter with him, without the Holy Spirit breathing the presence of love into you, forget it. Praise the Lord. Very, very important. So we have to know what love is in order to be able to walk in it, in order to be able to show it to our fellow brother, our fellow sister. Amen. Very, very crucial. God is defining our lifestyles for us. And I want you to please pay very, very particular attention. Romans chapter 5. I read the first five verses. Romans chapter 5 verse 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 2. Through whom also, through our Lord Jesus Christ also, we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Verse 3. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance produces character and character produces hope. That's five. Now, hope does not disappoint. That's a statement of fact. Hope does not disappoint. Why? Because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. First five verses of Romans chapter 5, very, very fundamental. Let me take them one after the other. God is defining a lifestyle for us. If we are able to align with this lifestyle, then we will be walking in the love of God, in which case we will never be disappointed in the end. Never. Whatever he has promised us, it will surely come to pass in our lives. Amen. Now, Romans chapter 5. Look at it, verse 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. How does anybody practice love when he is not at peace with God and with himself? You don't talk about love until you have become one, until you are at peace, until you are cool with God and with yourself. When you know that you are standing right with your God, when you know that 
the spirit of God is the same spirit that is operating in you. When you are at peace with God, you have laid a solid foundation by which you will be able to walk in love. Peace with God. And he that is at peace with God is also at peace with himself. Praise the Lord. Please, don't think about the subject of love until you have sorted yourself out first. Don't think about doing anything with your neighbor until you yourself are settled. Because, see, there is another scripture that says, Such as I have, give I thee. You remember? And so, if you don't have peace, you can't negotiate peace with another person. If you are angry with God, the tendency is that you will be angry with your fellow man. Even God, you are angry with him. Is it man you are not going to be angry with? Alright? So, we don't talk about love until we have on our personal, individual basis, sorted ourselves up with God. You sort yourself out and you are now at peace. Alright? That is chapter 5 and verse 1. Having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. And this peace with God comes through the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to me, brother, sister. You can't do without Christ in your life. You can't go far. You may go some extent. But you can't go the farthest that God intends for you to go outside of Christ. You may achieve some heights, but you will never be able to achieve the utmost that God has built inside of you outside of Christ. You may attain some level of success, but you won't be able to attain the highest level of success God has destined you to achieve outside of Christ. That is why the Lord Jesus Christ said in John chapter 15 and verse 5, without me, you can do nothing. Praise God. If you are not at peace with yourself, you are not ready to start the love life. If you are not at peace with your God and with yourself, you are not ready yet to start your love walk. Amen. Until you are at peace with God and with yourself, you cannot experience. And that which you have not experienced, you cannot share. If you have not experienced love, you cannot share love. Children that are born and bred in homes where there is no love, it will take God to teach them love. Is that not so? A child that is born into a home where there is constant fighting, the man and the woman at each other, driving at each other, when that child grows, how do you think the child will live? How do you think he will live? Just as he has seen. That is what he has experienced and that is what he thinks is life. Alright? So that which you have not experienced, you cannot share. So you, as you are sitting there, should have a personal encounter with 
love with God, with Christ, until you break through at that level, forget it. We will sing and talk and clap and move around and shake hands and shake everything. It will still not yield anything if it is not inside of you on a personal basis. Praise the Lord. When you have settled the peace with God and with yourself, the Bible says, now, through Jesus Christ, we have access by faith into this grace. Grace simply means favor done to us which we did not merit. You have to experience this. It is this which you experience that you are going to share with other people. Through faith, we are able to access this grace. The Bible says the grace in which we stand. So if you are not standing in the grace, grace means favor done to you by God which you did not merit. You went and stole in your office Instead of being caught, you cried to God and God covered you. And so instead of being dismissed in the office, you are still there. When you remember that, you know that if it were not for God, I wouldn't be standing where I am standing. Alright? Now, if you have not experienced that in your life, it will be very difficult for someone to offend you and you say, I've forgiven you. Very, very difficult. Because you haven't experienced it before. Alright? You don't know what they are talking about. But when you realize that you, seated today, driving a car, you look at yourself, you, who born monkey, who dash monkey banana? So, until you have experienced the grace, the unmerited favor of God, until you realize that you were once a sinner lost in the world and under the captivity and the bondage and the affliction of the devil, but through the unmerited favor of God, Christ has brought you out of the bottomless pit. And has now given you a standing in his kingdom. First Peter chapter 5 says, We who once were not a people, but are now the children of God. When you recognize that you are an absolute non-entity. Some of you have been miraculously healed of some diseases that have killed so many people. Some of you have gone through some situations that you ought not to be alive at all. But you are alive. When you remember those things, then you realize that, uh-oh, what is anybody going to me that I can't let go? Why? Because I have seen, I have experienced a greater dimension of this. Praise God. Romans chapter 5 and verse 2 is saying, he said, through our Lord Jesus Christ, we have access into this grace in which we stand. Alright? If you have not experienced the grace of God, you cannot be gracious to anybody. I'm telling you the truth though. You have to experience it. You have to live it. Praise God. 
Amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Ajuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website www.winnersghana.org. You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Adjerman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.